welcome to the Daily Cron for Monday, April 8th, 2019. I'm Stephen Tolton. This morning, I watched an interesting video on The Verge, of all places. It's called How to Make It as an Instagram, or How to Make It as an Influencer on Instagram. And actually, the thumbnail for the video says micro-influencer. So they're really talking about, in this, this case, a particular influencer, particular Instagrammer, with about 30,000 followers. And it's part of this uh, series that they've been doing on The Verge called The Creator's Issue, which in their words is about the people who make our favorite things and the platforms that enable and exploit them. In this case, I liked it because it's actually a kind of a positive uh, view of the whole social media space. And lately, I've been really examining social media a lot. And I've been seeing and reading a lot of stories and analyses that tend to trend on the negative. And I think we all are aware of this by now. Just look at the news in the last couple of years. You have, you have the, um, the whole issue with Facebook, multiple issues with Facebook, and they're from their security and data privacy issues to the way that their algorithms were exploited, you know, uh, for, you know, different, uh, to push different agendas. You, you can see it on the, um, the uh, the very toxic sub groups you can find on a lot of the, on like Twitter especially um, there's a lot of mob mentality right now people being attacked for saying things even in good faith that some subgroup doesn't like and um, there's a whole issue of of the harm that social media use can do for especially younger people developing kids and you know teenagers Instagram actually comes up a lot in that kind of discussion because of the way that it is a curated perspective of people's lives, and if you're not aware of that, like perhaps you're a child and not you don't quite understand that, that it can can really uh, potentially uh, it could potentially engender like negative uh, attitudes about yourself and your you know and and about your own life because it doesn't measure up, you know. <clears throat> and I also read stories about harassment because once. You're on social media, and, and this goes back to, to the mob mentality stuff, but even besides that, like you could just have person-person bullying and harassment from people. Uh, again, this is especially prevalent with kids in school, and then you can't escape the bullying because it follows you wherever you go because it's all online. And there's a lot of these negative stories I'm reading, but what I really liked about this one is that there is a flip side to social media, and this is something that I find myself increasingly trying to tell people about, to talk to people about that social media is a double-edged sword, and I do not think that it is a net negative. I know some people do believe that. They think Facebook is evil and we should delete our accounts and all that kind of stuff, and that is totally up to you if you want to do that. There's definitely good arguments for doing that, but uh, I think that the flip side of this should also be explored, that these platforms do enable people to, to make a living in ways that we couldn't before. And I remember when YouTube started blowing up, and you start having these people calling themselves YouTubers, making a living doing this. And a lot of media, a lot of people were like, oh, this is not a real thing. It's not a real job. And they make fun of them. <laughs> and it's like, oh, what are you doing? You're just talking to a camera. Or podcasting. Same thing kind of happened there. At least uh, podcasting before it became more mainstream and, and had a lot of polished shows. People were like, oh, what is this podcasting thing? It's just people, you know, talking to a microphone. Who cares? And But the point is, these platforms allow people to gain an audience. And when you have an audience, a dedicated audience, even a small one, 
can me can be very valuable because the currency of the online world today for better or worse perhaps more for worse if you really want to get into that, that's a whole other podcast but the currency the way things are paid for online is through attention and advertising so everything is designed to capture your attention the most negative aspects of how social media is designed uh, how how those systems work the most negative aspects are all about capturing your attention and holding on to it at all costs and that's a very real aspect of the design of this of these software systems you have to be aware of but i think that the pushback against that and i talked about that a bit using screen time uh that the pushback against that is is real and uh there are tools to help you but i think if you go in with your eyes wide open you understand that the the currency is attention and the currency that, that you can use it to your advantage because if you can build a healthy relatively small but dedicated audience ones that you're that you are not you're engaging with an audience that you are uh not trying to exploit and you know a, a, an audience that you're providing something of value to them and making their their maybe their lives a little bit better in some way maybe you're you know at least entertaining them in some way like you're putting something positive on the universe you can build an audience that way and i think this video is great because it gives an example of of a person who did who did this and so if you go to the the video that I'll have linked to in the show notes, and you click on, go to her Instagram account. Her name is, uh, the Instagram account is Jane A. Daly. Her, her name is Janae Brown, if I'm pronouncing it right. And uh, her, she has like 30,000 followers now. It's more since the, since the video came out. And the way her, pro- her profile says, she's here to encourage you to live your best life through a happy home a hel- and a healthy mind. You are capable. And in the video, the Verge video, she talks about how she saw a lot of women posting um, things on, on Instagram, but they didn't look like herself. So she thought she would, you know, she would start posting her stuff. And it's evolved now into what it is today. And if you look at her, her Instagram account, it's, uh, it's a lot of really positive kind of stuff in here. And, and you know, it's, it's, she's, she's fine. she creates, first of all, good images you know well well done images that are kind of uh, they're obviously manufactured and she even admits this on the on the uh the video like she says she sets things up like she even mentions at one point that she doesn't actually drink coffee which you know I think made me gasp in horror for a second but she actually ha- she has coffee just keeps in the fridge for photos which I thought was was ingenious but she creates these great images and then she focuses on the to to be an Instagram influencer there's uh she has a very kind of consistent color palette going on, similar kinds of photos, but, you know, not like the sameness, but just similar. Like, they have her or they have her room. They have, you know, plants in them and, like, you know, fruits in them and, like, lots of plants and, like, earthy colors. Like, that's her whole theme going on here. Uh, it looks like it's a very plant-focused thing. <clears throat> so, I like it. She, her, her whole thing is about being happy and healthy. Uh, and you're a capable person, and I like it. So she she it's she kind of alternates between pictures of herself in a scene with a scene with other things in it. So like herself, and then you know something else. So it it's kind of alternates a lot. But anyway, she's doing all these these things. If you ever look into like how to do how should I do my uh, Instagram profile, you find all these tips about how to do your grid. And she also has a bunch of um you know saved uh, stuff on up. Uh, uh, things on her profile like you can can save posts and keep them there as a uh, as kind of highlighted things 
and she does stories. So she's cool. It's cool. And what I, but I, what I really liked about it was that, you know, it's an example of, of the positive nature of social media. This is not something that you could do before you're able to gain an audience like this. Because that audience, as I said, is power. Or it, it is the currency of the realm. So to answer the question, what is a social media influencer? That's the title of this podcast. A social media influencer is like this person. It's like a, like a, a Janae here. It's someone who has an audience. And it doesn't have to be huge. In this, this case, a micro-influencer kind of has different definitions, but uh, looks like The Verge calls her a micro-influencer, and it's um, like 30,000 makes you a micro-influencer. And the, the audience is passionate and dedicated, and an influencer can influence their attention towards some kind of sponsored product or service. And that's primarily how, how you, know, you make money in this, uh, in this world. And I always like, I've always liked this idea of being an influencer. I mean, a lot of people poo-poo it, you know, as I said, but I, I always liked it because it's kind of like a jujitsu move. Because if these social networks, their primary way of making money is taking your attention so that you see ads for things, and that's how they're making money, by taking your personal information that you're giving them and, or, and, and content that you're providing them to make their service more interesting, and then they're, they're using all this information to target ads to you. It's, it's kind of like a jujitsu move to uh, be like, ah, I'm going to use the power of this network to make money in a similar but like less evil way <laughs> by, by just posting things that people like that gets attention. Um, because that's all it is. I mean, I think people have sometimes these, this comp- overly complicated notion of what is a business and what is like an online business. And it's not always providing a specific product or service. And, you know, it's not like you don't always have to be like building a widget or being an accountant or something. Those are very useful. Uh, arguably more useful to be an influencer, right? But in this case, this is not even Janae's full-time job. This is just like a side gig right now. But the kind, this kind of, of work, if it gets big enough, uh, this can become an enabler for you to do other things with your life. Uh, because the other thing that uh, you know, I, I like to point out to people, it's like your job is not your complete identity. It doesn't have to be. Some people do it that way. Some people focus on their career. They focus on uh, partic- like a job and when they want to work in a particular place and do a particular thing, and that's great. Uh, other people just want to have money to enable some other kind of lifestyle. This type of business is perfect for people like that, especially, you know, because as an influencer, you can, depending on the kind of influence you are, I guess, you can go do other things in your life and you can travel and do all kinds of stuff. So I like this. This is definitely not, I think, as easy as the video makes it out to be because I think Janae said she, uh, Janae, I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name probably wrong, but she said she really only focused on this starting in like January 2018. But 30,000 followers, nothing to, to you know, sneeze at. I, I think I have like 300 something maybe on, and I've had my account for years. Like, you know, so, it, you know, it's not easy to build that type of following. And I don't know if there's like a particular trick to it or anything. You just have to have good content consistent, consistently, and you have to be connecting with someone, some people, and somehow. Like, once you have found your niche and you connect uh, with some core group of followers, it can kind of snowball as long as you're consistent. Uh, I would say the downside of this, though, this kind of influencer job is that especially when it gets to a certain size, and I've seen this uh, with YouTubers 
who have talked about this in various videos that you can lead to burnout. And you can also kind of, I would think, pigeonhole yourself, a particular view of you. Like everybody has a view of you through this curated existence. I mean, after all, this is a kind of celebrity. I mean, this is why celebrities are on like cereal boxes and, and such, like it, it, the same thing, just at a smaller scale. Uh, but along with celebrity can come all the negative consequences. But when it's at this micro scale, it's a little easier to avoid those bigger consequences because, you know, 30,000 followers is a lot maybe for me, maybe it's a lot for you. But in terms of Instagram, it's basically invisible. <laughs> you know, like, like it's, there's not a, it's not a lot in terms of the wider audience. But, but if you are hitting a particular segment, a population or a particular segment of, of the of users that are valuable to some set of advertisers, then it doesn't have to be that big. I mean, imagine if you're like a small business. Let's take this on the flip side. If you're a small business and you have some product or service that you want to sell, a really great marketing channel can be an influencers. Can be influencers. I mean, honestly, I mean that's how as again that's how the Fire Festival advertised themselves and got built up hype originally, and it does work. You know, the if you're a small business, this is definitely something to look at, the micro-influencer markets, because they, they, they said on here, I think her posts, uh, sponsor posts are around $2,500 for a couple of posts, something that had a, a brief slide that came up during the video, you can see. Um, so a micro-influencer can definitely be an affordable way to market directly to a group of potential customers that may be most interested in your product or service. And if you have a, if they trust the, if they trust the influencer who are, who is, you know, sponsoring it and, and everybody's above board about it, and, you know, this is a sponsored post and, um, you know, and, and in this case, uh, Janae really is, and you say this is a sponsored post and all that stuff. If everybody does it above board, it can just be a really great marketing channel. And there's nothing wrong with marketing, you know, like not when it's not when you're, you know, you're, you're not exploiting anybody, you know, there's, there's a problem when. Maybe you know you can you can argue you can argue you know there's a problem when you get an ad an ad marketed to you or pushed to you like based upon stuff you wrote at a Facebook post or something like that that's can be creepy and, and off putting but you know that's why sponsorships on podcasts sponsorships on uh, Instagram and stuff this is what how small independents and small groups of people make money in this space because uh you know you it's just kind of an extension of getting a personal recommendation. So, uh, so as a as a business, it's definitely something I would I would look at, uh, you know, trying to you know market directly to, you know, people through uh, a small influencer. Of course, your mileage may vary and buyer beware and all that stuff, but you know, it can totally work. Why not? I mean, I've I mean, I know it's worked to me. I've at least checked out products and services based upon uh, recommendations from people that I trust that I, you know, s s uh, YouTubers or people on Instagram or something that I, you know, that I watch or that I, I you know, I follow. That, and, you know, I've done that because if they have good taste and they have, you know, and they see it and they're trustworthy and everybody's above board about being a sponsorship and everything, then why not? I'll give it a shot. I'll look at it at least. So it does work. So, so I like this. I just wanted to point out this video because I thought it was pretty positive. Uh, a positive view of social media, and we need a little bit of that once in a while in this these dark, dark times where it seems like every day there's a new security vulnerability, or there's a new, you know, privacy invasion, or there's a new, uh, you know, 
accusation of algorithms directing people to hate and all that kind of stuff. So it's still possible to find positivity uh, and authentic people who are engaging with a core audience, bringing them value in their lives, and still being able to then use that uh, uh, audience's attention to bring themselves some um, revenue so they can you know keep doing it and have a have the life that they want to have. And I think that's all great. Nope. So I want to bring a little attention to a more positive side of social media today and check it out. And also check out just the rest of the, the Verge's articles about this. I mean, they are, uh, they have a bunch on here about this, this creator's issue. I don't know how long it's going to go on for, but they have this whole series. And, uh, there's some good stuff in here. God, the Verge's website, though, is so freaking bloated. But they do have <clears throat> they have some stuff in here. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with everything, but there's some cool stuff in here. They have something about YouTube. They have, like, the best microphones. <laughs> they have, like, all kinds of random stuff in here. Web comics and oral history. That, that looks interesting. A guide to using TikTok. I got to read that one because I don't... Not that I'm going to probably become a TikTok user, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's very hot right now, TikTok. It's like an up-and-coming thing. Uh, knockoffs. I mean, there's lots of cool articles uh, on The Verge and videos re- related to to uh, being a creator on the on these platforms. So, that's cool. But it's not all bad. That's all we point to today. Sometimes it's good. It can be good for you. It can be good for businesses. It can be good for everybody. And we might as well. I mean, like, you know, if we're going to use these platforms and they're going to take advantage of our attention, then we might as well try to try to, try to uh, you know, make a, make a bit of coin ourselves in a more ethical and uh, straightforward, above-board kind of way, you know, why not? Okay, so that's going to be it for today, for this Monday. Uh, and it's really freaking hot in here, so I'm going to go and turn on the fans and make sure all the windows are open and hope for a breeze because it's still too early for me to get my to lug my window units out and I'm certainly I could do it in the dark. So I'm just gonna have to suffer tonight in my like eighty degree apartment here. Doesn't sound like it's that bad, but it, it like feels way bad. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Talk to you tomorrow.